Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Nostalgia Decoms Today. My name is Trevor Duyong, with me as always is my brother Kyle. Hello. In this week's episode, we are talking about Up, Up and Away, a decom I absolutely loved rewatching, but also cringed through most of it as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Before we get into all that, though, here is my quick synopsis for Up, Up and Away. Up, Up and Away follows Scott Marshall, played by Michael J. Pagan, the middle child in a family of superheroes. Scott's 14th birthday is coming up, and that's an important age because that's when most superheroes will have gained their powers. Unfortunately, Scott has shown no sign of having any powers. But that's not the only problem Scott and his family has to deal with. There's a new corporation in town called Earth Protectors, which is dedicated to making the world a better place one recyclable at a time. And they've recently come up with a program that can brainwash adolescents into saving the planet. Unbeknownst to the lead programmer, however, the face of Earth Protectors, Malcolm, played by Kevin Connolly, is planning on using the brainwashing program for his own nefarious and selfish needs. It is up to Scott to find the power within himself to help his family and put a stop to this brainwashing plot before it's too late. So, Kyle, what were your thoughts on Up, Up, and Away? Well, my overall thoughts, my main point, mm-hmm. I, was I, it's my favorite. I believe it's my favorite decom. Oh, wow, that's that's. Huge. I have to. It is one of my favorites. I have to say, if if not my favorite, you know, mm-hmm. I li- loved it throughout. But I, there are some parts. I'm okay with it was good like the powers and the mm-hmm. abilities mm-hmm. and the suits of course the suits were amazing Ooh, yes there were parts that I hate parts that I just don't get like first off I, I really hate the family man dude are they idiots or something and then parts that I just don't get like what is up with all the green they're eating uh, spinach and broccoli and even their drink is green but we can get in that later. That's what my thoughts are. Uh, I, I like you, really, really enjoyed this film. I don't know if it's necessarily my favorite. Because like, like I said, I really love Don't Look Under the Bed. Right, like, right. That's my favorite. Mm-hmm. But this one is for sure, like, top five. Mm-hmm. I, I really, like, this film is, like, how I would describe it is The Incredibles meets Sky High. Like, well, here's the thing. I, I do watch an anime called My Hero Academia. Yes. Because Midori doesn't have any powers. That's mm-hmm. why I, I do Sky High and My Hero Academia instead of the Incredibles. See, that makes sense. The the main reason I say Incredibles is because that, that whole family dynamic like well, the, I mean, the Incredibles in is. My Hero Academia, everybody has powers, even Midori's mother and father. So Right. But So that's how I uh, describe Up, Up, and Away. And I'm with you where I have those problems. See, the stuff that was making me cringe for most of the film is literally everything that Scott does. E- everything. Like, he's he's hiding that he doesn't have powers from his family. It's just mm-hmm. the stuff that he does, like throwing the soccer ball in the air. Mm-hmm, yep. And he's like, up, up, and away. And then he'll, like, come, 
like just crashing down right behind his family. He's like, yep. I flew, and it's oh no, don't stop, no. What Some are of the you villain doing? stuff is cringy too. Yeah, yes, a little bit. Especially when he's at the school and he's talking to the kids like, "Hey, go green," and then <laughs> and then he'll he'll talk, he, kids. Be on time for school and don't do your homework. And then as soon as he gets, he opens the van door and he's like, God, I hate kids. And you see the kids walk right behind him. And then he gets in the truck, eats the gum, and throws the gum wrapper on. And the kids are still walking around getting home and stuff. Everybody can see him. See, the part, the part that really got me whenever he opens that, that door to the van mm-hmm. is... How all of his his gang members just like turn and they have like that that angry face on because they all turn and like we see each one individually and like as they turn it's just hmm 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 <laughs> and I'm like what is going on uh, so that 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 was a pretty funny moment for me along with that I'm with you on on the greens because. It seems like green was a very big color choice, color palette for this mm-hmm. film. Because even the, what was it called? Earth Protectors? Yes, it was. It had that, that green background, green kind of silhouette thing to it. I understand that it was supposed to be, uh, the villains were like, hey, go green. Well, not really the villain, but the main girl, I guess. Oh, what was her name? Uh, Nia. Nia. Nina. Nina, I think. Nia, I think. Nina. That's what it Nina? is. Nina. Yeah. Well, hers is all about saving the planet. Mm-hmm. So she's trying to the program. And then she's an idiot, too. I was about to say that. Like, oh, my gosh. My gosh, is she <laughs> idiot. But the, 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 the drink? Why green? What was it? What was it? Did he have a hint of sprat like... Uh, maybe um, spinach in it. What, what? That that is not that is not a bad theory. Or because, is it Kool Aid? So my first thought would have been, I guess, green Kool Aid. But it was after some certain dialogue that said mm-hmm. that I'm thinking it might have been like a spinach drink. Because okay, so first of all, I'm curious as to whether they were trying to like subconsciously make us want to eat our veggies, because that everything the family ate was always vegetables. There was no meat spinach. at all. No meat at all. And I really like this part. The mom is talking to the daughter. Uh-huh. And because, like, the daughter has, like, the, the... Right, she does something wrong, and she's like, you won't get your, what was it, broccoli? Spin- spinach ice cream oh. and broccoli pudding. Which... What child, what child <laughs> eats that, though? Because they're just like, no. Now, I admit, I do love, I love, I love my broccoli. Right. I will admit that. Now, my siblings hate broccoli i don't know about you but our younger siblings mm-hmm. they hate vegetables I, with a except for sid our youngest sister mm-hmm. she loves her carrots mm-hmm. but other two they hate vegetables it's just it's just so such a a very weird kind of combination of first of all spinach and ice cream i don't feel like that works and then broccoli and i mean they, like they i can understand pistachio eating. ice cream though but it does it taste like but, pistachios though I've it, never it, had it. It, I've had it before. It, it tastes really good. I, I guess it does pretty much taste like a pistachio, but a, isn't a pistachio more of like a like a nut? It is a nut. So, but that, so that's different Actually, than I, having like veggies. Is, okay. So, yeah. so but yeah, so there's there's that. And at least nuts have protein in it. 
Very true. And I guess there is an argument. I guess you could get proteins from your greens as well. Certain greens, maybe. Okay, maybe. But it's just it's just so weird because I was just like, why is there so much green? I'm going to say one thing. Mm-hmm. This movie has confirmed all fans' theories. The Marvel and DC universes are connected. Because of Superman <laughs> and Spider-Man. I was going to bring that up. I love all the name drops. So, at first I was going to be like, is this in the Amalgam universe? Which, obviously, it can't be. So, you know what the Amalgam universe mm, not is. Not quite. Go ahead and elaborate. So, at some point, I can't remember exactly at what point, but at some point, they do a, Marvel and DC, they kind comic, of they okay, combined. Yes, okay, now I know what it is, yes. The, the only problem with the theory of the whole this being in the amalgam universe mm-hmm. is whenever marvel and dc combined they also combined characters so they didn't have like batman okay, spider-man all that right. so like as an example i don't think this is like an actual combination that happened but as an example they would take like wolverine and batman and make a character out of those two okay, together okay and it'd be like the dark wolverine but or something like it that. wasn't because they were still superman and spider-man separately exactly mm-hmm. so but i like i said i did like all the the name drops because like you said they had superman the man of steel which the maybe steel... this is a universe because of, I'm, I'm talking about like flashpoint stuff maybe right. it's a universe where all the characters just and then because of the new, recent uh marvels you there's different probably going to be different timelines mm-hmm. because of what they did i mean i'd be so about it because this is a movie that i really wish had gotten a sequel like oh yes I, I remember, I remember, because there's been a lot of sequels to dis- DCOMs. Uh-huh. I don't understand why this one never got a sequel, because this has enough mythology to it. This is one it. of the best, better ones. And you, what if they connected to Sky High? Because apparently there's tons of superheroes, and this this universe doesn't have, I mean, I mean tons. Oh, yeah. Tons of oh, yeah. heroes. I, I agree. So it could be connected to Sky High. Is Sky High a DCOM? It's not a decom, but it is a Disney movie because it, it came but out it the theaters. Come, it did come out in theaters. Yeah. Okay. Now I was thinking maybe we could talk about, it, but I do have a question for you though, with regards to like the the superheroes that they name drop and everything, because mm-hmm. they also name drop Spider Man and Mary Jane. I, I heard that. But they also name drop Fantastic Four. Yes, they did. But here's my question to you: So whenever they're having the party for Scott and everything. They have the guy that's in the blue and the white and the black, and he stretches his arm He's over. He's not Mr. Fantastic. They, I know they call him Reach, but that's totally Mr. Fantastic, right? Yes, it does look like Mr. Fantastic, but his, his, uh, what is it? His personality is different. His personality was all about, oh, look at me. I'm so amazing. Think about this, though. What if that's what those superheroes are like in that okay, universe? Okay, okay, maybe like, that universe is yeah. That so they could have a Spider-Man and a Superman, but they're not like the Spider-Man Superman that we know. They're like a different version. Their personality of it. is more self-centered. Because well, it, it, if it you think necessarily... about it, because with uh, the Steel Condor, mm-hmm. he's saying that. Superman stole his identity, maybe because he's self-centered. He's like, I'll just take this guy's identity. Well, it wasn't that Face, he, well, it wasn't that really. he stole his identity. It but was just it was it was more of so he there's the steel condor, mm-hmm. and it was more of that Superman took the steel. the man of steel moniker, and he's like, so what's that make me the the bird of steel? It's a funny so. line, <laughs> but so that was my question with that. Also, with regards to the family and their superpowers, do they all have super speed? 
Because I know that I know the son does because he's super fast and everything. So he's essentially well. The like father's the gotta have it because he, he because he mentions you can go slow or fast when you're flying. I mean, the only way you can really go fast while you're flying is really having super speed, right? Pretty much. That was but that's all I was curious about because the father who and then what is up with the entire family having basically the same powers? Well, that's what I'm especially at. the mother. The mother, I mean, if the father had it and all his children had it, that mm-hmm. would make sense. But the mother and father, are they somehow related to each other? Well, or I don't... The mother I, and father, I don't or is think... it just a hero thing? I'm assuming it's just a hero thing, because the way I'm kind of looking at it right now is that the father, whose moniker is Bronze Eagle, mm-hmm. he's essentially like Superman, because he's right. got super, super speed strength. when he flies, he's got super strength, and he, uh, he can fly. Right. As well, yeah, which is all the stuff that that Superman can do. Except, I don't know if we, they, but Superman's also got heat vision, which the daughter, daughter has. has. And they, the father never tried to have X-ray vision or the heat vision, but that mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean he doesn't have it, right? Because, right. like you said, the daughter has it. And then once again, the the one son is essentially like the Flash because he's super fast, and he's got lightning. Well, yeah, yeah okay, this so, newer Flash, right, has lightning mm-hmm. and can actually toss it mm-hmm. i don't know if the original flash could ever toss lightning i don't know and there are comic books but i know this recent update could and then with that also the mom the way i kind of see her is she's essentially wonder woman because she's also got super strength mm-hmm. though wonder woman i guess the recent one could fly well i guess wonder woman throughout could fly but this one's got super Though I'm wondering if her motorcycle souped up too, because that motorcycle. That's what I, that and that's that's why I'm trying to figure out whether she's super fast or not because Ooh, she, she doesn't she... she doesn't like run super fast, but whenever she gets on that motorcycle and takes off, <laughs> takes off super fast. I don't I don't know if she mentioned she's got super speed, but she said she never got to get the handle of flying when Scott was saying that he could fly. Hmm. She never said that she, but I'm guessing that super speed is mainly her side. Hmm. But I guess the father could definitely have super speed because she's going super fast in the right. air, which normally, if you're flying, you, super speed really helps with going faster. It's very true. Now, also, with regards to flying, so I know sometimes a popular thing is what superpower do you wish you could have and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And my response is always the ability to fly because then you can, you know, get around traffic, not have to wait in line and everything. But... I kind of have the theory that, let's say people had the ability to fly, it would probably be more like the steel condors flying whenever he's trying <laughs> yeah, to get to, yep. to Scott and his friends should've and everything. Should have taken the taxi. Should've, yep, should have taken the taxi. Because <laughs> he's just going super slow and all the other traffic's just going right past him. <laughs> so if I were to have uh, superpowers, I have to say immortality seems very, very likely. You know, immortality. That way you could just... If you were immortality, like, you, you really didn't, don't have to eat, you know? And then you could just build up your money, and then... I mean, I guess. it it There's just a lot of problems that kind of come with immortality. The immortality, there are different immortalities, like vampire. Mm-hmm. Some some things are werewolves, because some versions of it has immortality, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like Underworld, which, yeah. Now, I'm curious about something. Do you think Malcolm, who's the the villain mm-hmm. in this, would you say he's kind of like a, a Lex Luthor type of character? 
because he's definitely got that that kind of greasy charm to him where he like weasels his way into projects for good and uses it for his own self-interest mm, yes i do see it like Luther. and at the same time he'll make others feel guilty for like doubting him or saying that he's doing stuff for mm. evil and they're like oh i'm sorry because he'll like mix up his words and everything and turn it to mm-hmm. where it's like their fault that something's happening i do, I do see it like Luther. <laughs> and that's that's another reason why i feel like this is a perfect like decom to get a sequel because we could we could learn so much more about Malcolm especially because we we got pretty much nothing except that he's a he's a villain. I mean, he really just that's I just I, it's just I I don't know all these characters are so dumb. Mm-hmm. The friends as well, man. I'm talking about the friends because they're talking about Scott as his hero trying to save the girl and he's all stupid. But his mask fell off, first mm-hmm. off. Well, apparently... I know that his father's like, oh, cameras are too far away to see him, so mm-hmm. don't worry about it. And that was dumb, too. She's taking the mask. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, yeah, it's like you said, everyone's everyone's a bit of an idiot in this film. Maybe that's the universe. Maybe their intelligence is lower than... That just spitballing here. That That is a possibility. <laughs> now, I will say... I found it an interesting choice that they decided to use tinfoil as the weakness for the superheroes. Because it, it's something to where you don't have to, like, say... Like with Superman. Well, I, I, here's the thing. Is it just tinfoil or is it tin-based? Anything with tin in it? So, like, maybe a tin can or even raw tin material, you know? My understanding is it's tinfoil. Because that's, so that's if, all they use. If someone throws a tin can at them, they'll be fine. That's my that's my understanding. But isn't tin can and tin foil basically? It's the same thing because it's made out of tin. I I'm pretty sure there's a little bit of a difference. Okay. I don't know how much of a difference there there is, but I'm pretty sure there's. I a do bit like of a how the they the, they stated that tin foil messes up their molecules. Mm-hmm. I like how they did that. Yeah, I found that. I don't think I caught on to that whenever I first watched it, whenever it first Years came out in 2000. Mm-hmm. But whenever they stated that, and then Malcolm was putting the family through the... the he had it like wrapped up in the tinfoil, and he was making them watch the Earth Protectors thing to mind control mm-hmm. them. And from what I could tell, he was going to like change their molecules to, I guess, make them more evil, maybe? Well, here, I think what it is, is they their power so they can't... Break out, well, not really break out, but, um, what is it? Stay in control, basically, mm-hmm. where they can't, and then they're watching it and change, I don't know what it was, it was, because the computer's like, oh, changing molecules, but it's just the brain, it's not changing their molecules, it's just but with their mind. That That's true, but I think what they were trying to get at is that as the tinfoil is messing up their molecules and sucking their power, the, whatever program they put on... For the Earth Protectors thing, mm-hmm. I think that's messing with their mind, and they're trying to make them more evil for good, kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Well, like I for the rest of their the lives, evil, the the brainwashing mm-hmm. for the rest of their lives, but changing their molecules, molecules, I, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, really, it's I understand that Tim Four messes with their molecules. Mm-hmm. But the program wouldn't mess with their molecules. Temporal is doing it, yes. Mm-hmm. But the program is just messing with their mind, not their molecules. 
I think that could be put to to writing and them not necessarily understanding how molecules and brain waves work. work. <laughs> but it still makes for an enjoyable it does. thing. But it's like 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 I said, the tin foil being their weakness is kind of a smart move because it's it's such uh, an inconsequential type of thing because everyone uses it mm-hmm. for to preserve. And their that food. way, they're not as strong as Superman, which is, and then they could be like, hey. You're weaker than Superman, whereas Superman's is kryptonite, and mm-hmm. it might be harder to find kryptonite. Yeah, and it causes them to not have to have like a planet explode, and mm-hmm. from crypt like that's what happened with Krypton. Planet exploded, and that's how we have kryptonite on Earth. So they don't have to come up with some strange backstory for that. It's just it's tinfoil. Mm-hmm. Simple, done. <laughs> and speaking of tinfoil and like being a weakness, the part where Scott's friend Randy. Is pretending he has superpowers, and the one goon like picks up that little yeah. sheet of tinfoil, <laughs> and Randy's like, "Oh, this stuff! I eat it for breakfast and puts <laughs> it in his mouth." My feelings. Oh, my feelings. Oh, why would you do that? Urgh. Oh, I have one little. You know how Randy mm-hmm. brings over the zucchini bread. Mm-hmm. Why did they have to take it to extreme? If they were smart enough, they would take the zucchini bread out mm-hmm. and then go and put the tinfoil away. I mean, they didn't even have to bury a trash can with tinfoil. You know, the film is suggesting go greener, okay? Mm-hmm. And they just put a whole trash can and tinfoil in the ground for no reason. You know, so first of all, before I get to my thought that I just kind of had, uh, <laughs> uh, you have a very good point because I had the same thought. Because the father even mentions, he it's, it's a waste. I love zucchini bread. Exactly. And it's like you said, why not just... Because they were using like pliers wear to, to tongs. tongs to mm-hmm. hold it away. Why not just use two pairs of tongs, take the zucchini... Because it's not like you, you... It's not like how whenever you're making food, you have to like be careful not to like mix ingredients and everything. Like, it's not going to have tin I, I do understand it. that they that they can't get too close to aluminum foil mm-hmm. and size strength, but right. just hurry up and taking it out. Exactly. Now, the thing that you just kind of brought up with the whole, you know, go green, and, but they're bearing the, the tinfoil. I'm curious as to whether tinfoil is bad for the environment. And that's why they used it as, as their weakness. Their weakness. Oh. I don't, I, don't know if, I don't know if it's true or not, but that, that'd be interesting to find out if maybe that's their reasoning for using it. Because for them, like, tinfoil is a bad thing. And at the but same time, they're eating But you can recycle cans, right? You can recycle cans. Yeah, but so I don't think... So can you recycle tinfoil? And they can shape it into maybe a can as well i don't think so and that's why i also think that that's why tinfoil and tin cans aren't the exact same thing so i know you can recycle tin cans right but for some reason and i could be wrong because i'm not the expert on recycling and everything but i don't think you can recycle tinfoil i mean i'm gonna go look it up right now okay it's a good idea okay. <laughs> so we can figure this out and while you're doing that i'll continue talking about things that i liked slash didn't like so one thing that i also like I liked how, so the scene whenever Malcolm and I don't even know what his goon partner's name is, but after they leave Nina in the warehouse and they like blow up the warehouse, Mm -hmm. I like how they, whenever they go to blow it up, they don't show the building blow up because most like B-level movies that are independent and everything if you're gonna blow up a building it'll be like a bad like CGI explosion kind of thing and just awful. But this doesn't show it because. I love how they did it, though. They had the van, and then as soon as the van pulled away... You see the fire. Yes. Yeah, that's brilliant. And I, I, 
and I could be wrong, but I feel like that's how most of the indie B-level movies should kind of go about doing their big explosions. Don't actually show like a crappy CGI explosion, just have the have you hear the explosion and then show the fire on the buildings. That's so much easier to do. What did you find? Here, go ahead and read it. Okay. Is tinfoil bad for the environment? Wrong. In fact, tinfoil is even more wasteful than plastic wrap by nearly every metric, including fossil fuel consumption, aquatic toxicity, and greenhouse gas. So it is bad for the environment, according to this. Okay, let me see if it's recyclable now. So that that makes sense with the movie as to why they made tinfoil the weakness, because it's bad for the environment. That is, that's it's so smart. That is very smart. It's recyclable. Well, most recyclable aluminum is in form of can. for is technically recyclable. So it is recyclable. It is? Okay. Yes. Well, then, that that's fine. But that's very interesting how tinfoil is bad for the environment. That is, that is brilliant filmmaking right there. Also, did you know... It's a bit of a fun fact. Okay. The father... Bronze Eagle. Mm-hmm. He is also the director of this film. Oh, really? Yes. I mean, I guess a lot. Uh, well, I guess in series and like TV shows, the director is usually an actor as well. They or can a little be bit of it s- sometimes. Because I mean, but is it is it, is it usually that the director is an actor in a movie? Not always. There are there are certain exceptions because okay. Ben Affleck he directs now. It it, it always depends. There's. There's actors who become directors, mm-hmm. and they'll still do stuff in front and behind the camera. But then there's also directors who do some acting, kind of like in that Shyamalan kind of does in his films, where it's a very like a small cameo. role. Yeah, cameos. Okay. It it just it just depends. But he was acting while he was produce uh, what producer right director directing director. Yeah. directing yes throughout the entire movie yeah and that can happen like I said Ben Affleck he's he's done multiple films where he directs it and he's also acting in it which it, it can work it, 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 it worked like, for this it's, one it's a lot more arduous on the director because you have to not only do you have to like memorize your lines and everything but you also, have to, you also have to keep in mind that you have to direct all of your other actors while you're also directing yourself and so it's it can be a bit of a hassle but I think with a Disney movie and with this uh, since it was earlier in like the 2000s I mean it wasn't much of a big hassle because it's lower budget because it's less technology than we have now Mm -hmm. so it might be easier to have directed even a a Disney movie that doesn't come out in the movies because you don't even need that much budget as well right so now I'll also say I completely forgot that my boy Kevin Conley was the villain in this film I forgot he was in it at all to be honest with you and I'm a huge fan of him mainly because he plays E Eric on Entourage, and I oh, freaking love Entourage. It is such a great show. I have to say something for the the, the family mm-hmm. when the, when Scott brings up that the discs could be mind control, uh-huh. and the family's trying to figure out what's causing the mind control, and Scott's like, "Hey, this disc," and then he plays the disc, and it turns out to be an actual. They should have thought that earlier that it could be a disc if it's computer. Especially, it's like, how is this getting around? And wait, so this 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 basically kind of goes on your whole thing of everyone's an idiot in this film, including the family. Mm-hmm. Because they already know that they're thinking it's like mind control with mm-hmm. the bank. Because they try and rob a bank in the film, 
And that's also a very funny scene whenever the bank teller like wakes up from the mind control and they're like, what are you doing? We're going to call the police. And then, oh. and then Malcolm's just like looking at him and he slowly walks away like, what are you, what are you doing? Run, run away. No, here's the thing too. The bank teller, uh-huh. when the police get there, the bank teller could have told him that it wasn't these guys. It was this guy. Mm-hmm. Because the guy's talking to the police, taking the, the police woman is taking his, sta- his statement. The bank teller could have said, you know, he's the one who actually tried to rob the bank. Nope, doesn't tell anybody. And I I can't give a, a reasoning as to why that is. Because if the bank teller hadn't awoken from his mind control, then I'd be like, okay, okay it makes yeah, sense. But he woke up and he, he saw him. He, he was looking right at him. But then they don't remember what happened. So I'm, <laughs> I'm so confused by that. And the program doesn't do anything i mean really the program didn't really and it was also stated the program didn't at the start mm-hmm. it didn't really work on adults mm-hmm. unlike the children which the children were really affected by it and right. yes they don't remember it mm-hmm. but since he's an adult and it didn't work well on adults he could actually remember who did what right so but so like like you were saying with the bank robbery and everything they used the sit the computer program to mind control them and at at that point Mm -hmm. at that point the father and the mother and them they're thinking mind control and then the father goes to check on scott later to bring him to school and you know scott's playing with the program because he's doing his his homework because that's their homework doing Mm -hmm. the earth protectors thing and the father goes why are you staring at your screen it's like you're mesmerized and like and at then that he point, gets an idea. Oh, brainwashing. Yeah, exactly. And so I was like, oh, maybe he's going to, you know, catch on and be like, let's check this out. Nope. Doesn't. And then you would think as soon as Scott broke out, brought out, oh, this right here is the, the, the brainwashing thing. The father's like, okay, get ready to zap it. And mm-hmm. they're like, oh, come on. It's just homework. What are you talking about, Scott? Yeah, because Scott brings up, Scott is more of a detective i think he's the batman in this situation because he's Very definitely he's definitely the batman in this universe he, he's definitely using his detective skills i would say here's what i think i think if they would have made a sequel they could have had they could have mentioned batman okay mm-hmm. had scott go train with batman as a robin basically <gasps> and that way when he came back to his family he'll be the detective of the entire family because the, the family didn't know how to do nothing mm-hmm. didn't know how to Reprogram things, you know. I will say one cool thing was the brother's power because the brother could analyze computer software and uh, erase people's memory. Right. With his touch. Now, as much as I like your idea for the sequel, that wouldn't have been able to happen because Disney and Disney doesn't own DC characters. Well, I mean, they did mention DC characters. See, that's the difference, though. You can but mention. But they could have mentioned that he, not shown him, but mentioned that, oh, Scott went train with Batman. That's a that's a possibility. Exactly. You know what? Maybe we can start like a petition to get up, up and away too. Well, what, what they should really do cool. is redo the series, but they wouldn't be able to mention DC anymore, would they? I mean, you can still mention it. Okay. It's a, it's a fake world. You just okay. you can't have them in there and show it. Right. Which is why they mentioned Fantastic Four and they show Reed Richards, which Mr. they Fantastic, could do, but they they called him by a different name. But they can do it now because they oh yeah own yeah yeah it. they can. But at the time they didn't own Fantastic Four, so they right. couldn't they couldn't show they, which is why they called the guy Reach instead of Reed Richards, mm-hmm. and they gave him a different personality. Even though he is one hundred percent Mr. Fantastic, 
they couldn't call him that because they didn't own him. So they're like, hey, reach. Which, oh, they also like mentioned they, the Green Hornet. They do. Yes. They mentioned the Green Hornet and uh, what's his, what's what's the Lone Lone Ranger. Yep. They do. Oh. So those, and it's really funny because Scott's like, yeah, the Green Hornet was at my birthday. And I was like, there was no Green Hornet your birthday yeah he's a nice guy <laughs> oh really i thought he was uh, just a friend and then randy's like i thought he was just uh, beat up now i'm curious because i i, I should i probably should have gone back to rewatch to see if, if i could spot all the su- all the superheroes oh, okay. but did you did you notice anybody in there that looked like a superhero that you know just out of curiosity i, I wasn't i'm not sure if you got to like actually view and see maybe a little well the girl who was talking to reach she kind of looked like a DC character named Fire. Hmm. Though Fire is a green, like she's got green fire instead of like red, but similar. Interesting. Except Fire, her whole body, when she activates her power, turns green. Mm-hmm. And she gets green flowing hair, but I mean, her name was what? Flare something? Flare, I think, maybe? I think, yeah. But... Other than that, I didn't really look too hard at the uh, superheroes. I wasn't. Uh, I I hadn't either. Even though I probably should have, just to see if I could have caught any like Easter eggs to like other superheroes. But that'd be something interesting to go back and rewatch just to see. And I tried looking on trivia, and of course, there's no trivia for this one, which is a bummer because there could have been so much. They could have been. They could have had. Oh, did you know that this piece of armor, or this piece of gear, went co- correlated to this superhero? But I guess. They didn't feel like doing that. Guess not. <laughs> Unless people didn't actually go and rewatch this and like they're like, mm, maybe they maybe people didn't really like this one all that much. Although I once I, people definitely should go and rewatch yes. this because this this is actually a really great like if you like superhero films you will enjoy this enough. Like I said, there's there's some very cringe moments where you're like, oh kid, why are you doing this? Just stop. But it's it's a really good superhero film. It's not just the film. kid though. It's the entire entire. Uh, the entire family, entire world, mm-hmm. they're quite cringy. Yeah, but it's it's still a good film, and it's it's definitely worth a rewatch. A hundred percent, so so good. Yep. So, Kyle, in your opinion, does this hold up nostalgically, or do you think it it doesn't? Nostalgic, yes. Though cringy, it does is very nostalgic. So what? So it holds up to today's today's standards, though. Hmm. Not quite. Not not quite. Not quite. Because today's standards, especially if you're looking at superhero shows mm-hmm. like The Flash, The Arrow, and all that, mm-hmm. with the superpowers, not the costume sort of, but the superpowers, just the way it looks, doesn't quite hold up. Now, if they updated the superpowers, mm-hmm. like the way they look and whatnot. The only one that holds up really well is the o- older brother with his electric powers. Mm-hmm. That's the only one I could say hold up. Not his speed, but his electric powers. You see, I would actually argue that the CGI that they use for the superpowers and everything, it might not be exact to what we see like on the Flash and mm-hmm. stuff like that, but it's pretty close, in my opinion. It, it, it's, it's not, it's, but I think it could be better. If, oh, if, if yeah, they it remade could, it, it would definitely be like 20 times better. It definitely could be better, but for the time of the early... two, Like, this literally came out in 2000. Mm. So for early 2000s... Okay, well, for early 2000s, yes, but it's spectacular. for today, I would say it won't... 
not quite. It, it would definitely need some some updates, some like little mm-hmm. touches here and there to. I think they could remake again. this, and it would be perfect. Hundred percent. I mean, I would say not a complete remake. Maybe see tweak the I would story want, a little bit. I wouldn't want a remake. I would just want a continuation. Like have Scott and, and his adult. kids. Yeah. Okay. And because of the way DNA works, mm-hmm. his kids could have powers, and he could be like a Batman. And he could be all decked out with his warrior eagle stuff and he technology and his kids are trying to solve a mystery like, let me just give you a hint. That's exactly what I was that's exactly what I was thinking. Adult Scott as the Batman of this universe and then have his kids with superpowers that that'd be so interesting to watch. Please, Disney, make that. Please. I so want it. Uh and for me, I would also have to say, for me it it holds up enough. Mm-hmm. It was essentially like watching an episode of The Flash, just an extended because it's about. I think this film an was hour about forty five. I think something somewhere around there, something like that. So for me, it definitely holds up. I just wish there was a sequel because it's so good. It is so good. It is. <laughs> I I will say it was very good. I mean, like I said, it's probably one of my probably my favorite. If not, it's my second favorite. And those are those are some huge because once we get into it. There's going to be a lot more DCOMs that we still have to watch. And there's a lot of good ones on there. So to have this as either your second or number one favorite DCOM, that's huge. a lot. Oh, yeah. So, guys, those were our thoughts and opinions on Up, Up, and Away. Let us know what y'all think about this film. You can find me on all social media at Tyler92. Kyle, unfortunately, still isn't on any social media, but he can still say goodbye. Yeah, well, I'm sorry you're on social media. Well, <laughs> goodbye, guys. And you can also follow our podcast's Instagram and Facebook pages at Nostalgia Decoms Today. And in honor of Christmas coming up next week, we will be watching and talking about the ultimate Christmas present. So, thank you guys for listening. We will see you next week.